Welcome to episode 115 of Left Behind Game Club. This week, we start our Hitman 2 journey. Let's get right into it. You're listening to the Left Behind Game Club. Welcome to the Left Behind Game Club, our never-ending attempt to make sure that no game is left behind. I'm your host, Jacob McCord, and today I have two friends with me. My first friend, you know him, you'll love him. His name is Michael Ruffalo. I am extremely excited to hop back into one of my favorite series. Let's go with our second friend. He's someone I like to call Demo because he loves to make things go boom. His name is Momotati. We're going to keep that train moving. Boom, boom, all Hitman 2. Let's go. I don't know if y'all feel this way, but I feel like our most requested game to jump back into is the Hitman series. So we're just going to do it. We're going to talk about Hitman 2 today. I I honestly can't believe it took us this long to get to Hitman 2, but I'm just glad we got here. Three years since we have talked about a Hitman game. Time flies. Time really does fly. Uh, today we are going to talk about the first mission in Hitman 2, but let me do my thing before that. Hitman 2 is a game developed by IO Interactive, published by Warner Brothers Interactive, initially released on November 13th of 2018. It's available on Windows, PS4, Xbox One, and Stadia. Uh, before we get into some of the lessons that we learned in the first game, I just want you to pitch Hitman 2 for someone who has never heard of this game. So let's start with our fast pitch and talk about one sentence that describes Hitman 2. Who wants to start? I can go. Um, yeah. Off the top of my head, I'd say Hitman, the series in general to me, Hitman is a strategic puzzle game. Full stop. Yes. Yep. It's a, it, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a murder puzzle simulator. Yeah, I was going to say it, it's, a, it's a game about controlling chaos. And you guys know how I love to control things. Keeping your head on a swivel, (laughs) pretty much. Uh, We did a whole series about Hitman. There are eight episodes in this feed about the original Hitman game where we went through every mission and then even did a little Christmas special uh, with our friend Thomas from Charge Shot. Uh, So if you like this kind of content, check that out first. But And for clarity, though, when you say the original Hitman, you mean the reboot of Hitman. This is why I love you and you're a beautiful man. There are tons of Hitman games, right? There are way too many Hitman games. Not enough. <laughs> the original ones were like less grand in scale, like they were more linear. Obviously, like they were technically limited at the time, but there is kind of five Hitman games before the assassination, the World of Assassinations trilogy, Hitman Codename 47, which came out in 2000, all the way up to Hitman Absolution, which like started to give you what this is all about. And then like Hitman just like, turned it to 11 and gave us like one a masterpiece of a game. Yeah, I, I remember playing some of those other ones and liking them, but nothing grabbed me like uh, the, the most recent one that we've done. Uh, to me, Hitman was one of my favorite games playing. It's, it's the, one of the first games I remember that gave me that pleasant surprise where I think I might have gotten it on a Steam sale um, or something along those lines. Started playing and I'm like, whoa, this wasn't exactly what I was expecting, but thank you. And then that kind of got that snowball rolling to see. Like once the new ones came out and we wanted to do it for the podcast, uh, you, you couldn't twist my arm. It, I'm, I'm playing it regardless. Someone came into the Discord or, uh, you know, was introduced to the community just recently, and they came in and they said, hey, I love the Hitman series. And we let them know, like, hey, we're doing Hitman 2, and they were, like, super excited. So we are super excited to talk about this, uh, go on the journey with you. Um, Before we jump into it, though, I want to ask you to kind of recap 
some of the things you learned playing Hitman um, because we played it, I would say, to different levels of achievement. Uh, Mike, we in the initial uh, series we did called you the artisanal killer because you were all about these wonderful, perfect kills. And, you know, I, I saw your score for Hitman 2, the first mission, and I, I think you're going to continue that. Uh, Mo, no, you were demo. You were demo because you like to blow things up. And then I just would start in a way and then would get really <laughs> frantic near the end and make mistakes and like get wild. And I, I, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I've, I've already started to do that again. So oh, no. <laughs> tell me, tell me about some of the lessons you've learned uh, playing through the first game. Well, I, I think it's pretty clear that, uh, you know, the, the, the different weapons have their own different uses. You know, I think if you want to take someone out silently, you need to find a tranquilizer gun or you need to drag a body away. Um, but I think one of the greatest lessons I learned was coins are freaking amazing. You can lure someone with a coin just about anywhere you want them to. Um, people like picking up little shiny things. All of the guards in this game are essentially magpies. So <laughs> find a way to lure them into a corner, crack their neck, drag them into a in, into a dumpster, and steal their clothes. Yeah, I think the one thing I learned is like just patience. Like this game, I find you the it's so great because you can replay it several times if you wanted to and like find a new way to take people down because of like the notifications you'll see like hey if this a new story point is popping up maybe a conversation is happening where you're gonna find out your target is walking down to a portageon by himself without security <laughs> at a certain time like if you just keep walking around the the the, the areas you'll eventually discover new ways to, to fight things. So patience, once you learn, like, you don't have to go for the first thing, you might discover some artisanal methods of killing, or you might mess that up and go the Jacob route and just start shooting everyone and hopefully surviving the mission. I, I think that I remember, like, having a screwdriver in some of the missions in the first one and just getting really antsy and just, like, <laughs> whipping a screwdriver yeah. at someone's head and running away. You threw stuff. I never even knew that was possible. Yeah. Like, I thought those <laughs> screwdrivers were literally to pop open those, like... Uh, <laughs> tech like the tech panels like where the electrical panels or whatever but i find out when i listen to your playthrough jacob you're throwing those things okay no they're for murder gotcha so should we uh, go over the rules of the game how, how are we playing this yeah why don't we how are you playing it and then let's talk about the rules i'm playing it on xbox one oh sorry wow next gen xbox series x welcome to the future yeah uh, i am playing it on my xbox one x and I, th I'm gonna be playing it on Steam. Um, I think so. I, I just enjoy playing it with the. Yeah, I'm gonna do it on Steam. That's how I'm playing it now. And I, I was deciding if I should go the next gen route, but I, I've, I've had success on my my PC, so I'm gonna see if that thing keeps me going. And if I suck, I'll I'll switch over to the PlayStation. Right, right. If you suck, blame it on the computer. Of course, yeah. it's not my fault. I am not the problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the rules of how we how we do this series. That was that what you meant, Mike? Yeah, I'll uh, pitch. I'll yes. pitch a rule set, and then maybe yeah. if we if it's cool, that's I guess what we'll do. So for the listeners, we we've held ourselves back, and we said we will not play every episode right away. We're gonna do it one by one. That way, we can hear our experiences and go to the next episode. So if anyone wants to play along, that might be a good way to do it too. Play the mission that we're playing, and then we'll play the next one, and we'll go in that sequence. What I was thinking is. As we play, you have one result that you can see. If you finish the mission and get a result, that's your final score. If you want to go back during a save because, let's say, you uh, ruined your opportunity because like, you shot someone or you didn't kill the person the right way, you can go back to a save prior as long as you have one run. 
in the game. So experience everything if you want, but one score. And it's honor system. So if you have a score and it's one star because you messed it up, that's it. You just go on to the next uh, episode and we'll go from there. How do you guys feel? I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I think as long as we're not saves coming and just, uh, you know, rebooting it until we get the absolute perfect score. Yeah. I, th- I think we're I think we're in a good spot. I think it's a level playing field. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I I would like to encourage us though, if you do a second run, to walk through what you did because I think Mo, I was listening back to one of the old episodes and you said, "Hey, this is my score. I screwed it up, but let me tell you about the second time I did it." So mm-hmm. I'm open to if you replay it, telling us about how you did it differently. Okay, yeah, but I might do that. First store. I- First score sticks. Yeah, that's the one we're comparing. So, like, if if your first score is uh, whatever, it's a whatever. Let's just go with it. Okay. Um, let me set up the the how the game. Wow, words. Let me set up how this game opens, and then we can talk about the first mission today, Hawks Bay, uh, which is in New Zealand. Uh, essentially, at the end of Hitman One, Agent Forty Seven, who's our player character, um, is trying to hunt the Shadow Client. For Providence, which is like this secret organization that controls everything in the world, 40, 47 is is part of the ICA, and essentially he has said, cool, I will kill the shadow client because y'all have information about how I was created or, or where I was born, and I don't know that. So that is the, that is the way the game opens, and our first, I, I guess, assassination is of uh, one of the shadow client's like lieutenants, Alma Raynard, at her home in New Zealand. And let me tell you, this is a gorgeous, beautiful home. It's a very nice home. Did you guys remember the story leading into this? Because all I remembered was Agent 47 doesn't remember his, his backstory. We, you know, we destroyed some terrorist plots along the way. We visited some beautiful locales. And this game, this, this level drops you right back into the story. And I I did not remember where we left off. Yeah, I didn't remember it either, Michael, but I have an issue with the story. So <laughs> I, 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 and maybe the, the, the developers and the writers of the story, like, ha- have me in mind, but I thoroughly enjoy the anonymity and, like, the abstractness of Agent 47, us not knowing his background. Some people who well, maybe... You try won- and be Agent 47. I, I yeah, I, I, I don't, for me, I love the, the mystery and like that he's just like a... He's, he's essentially a weapon that was created and no, no one knows where he's from. There's a mystery behind that. If people have watched like the old school Top Gear, there's like a race driver that's a mystery, the Stig. And then eventually like they reveal who he is and it's like... I don't want to know who he is. Let's keep this little mystery going. It's fun. It's playful. You can add so much weird like storylines to it. But now that we're trying to figure out where he's from, I'm kind of semi-checked out from the story. But I'll I'll keep listening along to see if it's like worth it. But I just love the mysterious Agent Forty Seven because like I've played all those previous games. That's his origin story for me. It's playing those previous games. Yeah, I can tell you like broad strokes what happened or like very high level what happened in the first game but truly for me the thing that i remember is the stories within each of the levels yeah because each of the levels is their own world has their own things going on their own characters and like i can tell you do you remember in like the i think it's hokkaido it's like a spa and you can like somebody's doing yoga and you can just like push them off the cliff (laughs) like those are the things i remember and i think those are the things that hitman just like absolutely crushes and having played the first level sorry guys i I went ahead a little bit uh the first level in hitman 2 
I can already tell that it's going to do that same thing incredibly well. Yeah. Yeah. When I think back to the first one, I think of Colorado. I think of Bangkok. <laughs> I think of Sapienza. Um, there are just some amazing locales and characters and moments. And um, I can't wait to get into Hitman 2. So let's talk about it. We, we are marooned on a beach. Uh, there is a beachfront home that is very modernistic, and we are tasked with finding a way in, right? Yeah, absolutely. And the thing that I want to do before we get into it um, is this mission is is pretty um, finite as far as like the things you can do. It's kind of the training mission, oh, so yeah. there's only some choice. Uh, but what I'd love to do before we jump in is do the thing that we started doing at the end of our Hitman series where we would say, who had the best score? The person with the worst score has to tell their story first, and then we kind of go that way. So, gentlemen, tell me about your score from the first level of Hitman 2. Uh, I'll go first. Um, so my playtime was 15 minutes and 35 seconds for the, mm-hmm. the first intro mission. I only got a two-star out of five. And my mission score was 63,947. Mo, guess what? You get to go first. Oh, <laughs> shoot. Okay. That's a, that's, that's a, wow, that's a wow. Um, I will give my score next because I'm in second place. Uh, my score was 71,907. So Ooh. just a smidge higher than you, Mo. And I also got two stars. Mm-hmm. And my time was 15.56, so about the same as you. You guys worked uh, at a brisk pace. Uh, yeah, Mike, uh, you you took a lot longer, but uh, <laughs> you did something that I was floored to see. Artisanal killing has returned. You know, sometimes you just got to take that poison and find places to put it. <laughs> so, Jacob, this also, not to cover my tracks, this is me... <laughs> Playing my first playthrough, dying, saying shoot, and then I went in after, and I'll explain that one too. But that, this is my first score. So, Mike, uh, I'm going to tell you your score because it's wild. Uh, you got five <laughs> stars. You got Silent Assassin. You took yeah, 32 minutes and 13 seconds, and your total score was 156,173. You basically doubled Mo and I's score. Wow. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Let me walk I, you through I, it. I you were time. never spotted. You had no notice kills. You had no bodies found, no recordings, and you got a time bonus, even though you took double the time as us. It's, it's the training wheels mission, you know? Like, <laughs> this is just warming us back up into it. So. Oh, you still crushed us, but Mo, you're, you're last place, so why don't you walk us through like the beginning of the mission and then tell us how you disposed of the foe in this one. For sure. <laughs> I, I don't like your tone, Jacob. Mo, since <laughs> you were last, you go first. Okay, I'll go. It's the only time it's going to happen, so I have to do it. Oh, no, I get it. I get it. <laughs> so uh, you land on this beach, and you're seeing this giant like beach house with no houses nearby. It just seems like a compound that someone built out, and they might own the island kind of thing. So you, it starts off really quiet. You're by yourself in like just a regular Agent 47 outfit, walking up to this house saying, you have to get in somehow. So me being paranoid, I'm walking around the entire house. I'm going around the sand pits to see if there's any clues around there. The whole spiel to see, like, what is there more to see than really is to be seen? I get up to the house. I shoot out the cameras because it gives you the prompt to teach you how to do that. So I do that. 
I get in the house and the biggest thing, the first thing I essentially see is like I try to find all the interactables that don't affect the mission. And what I found was there's a lot of like drapery that you can close down and my, my brain starts turning. I'm like, okay, so uh, that's definitely going to block view. There's definitely going to be people walking around this railing. It just It's very expected like hitman mechanics that you're going to see. Yep. So I, I close all the blinds and I st- it's like go Smart. to this location. I'm like, I'm not going to go to that location. I'm going to inspect, inspect, inspect the basic hitman tool set you need to have um eventually i go through i discover the the secret wall and the secret information to get like all the weapons and once you i think get into this little weapon ex- vault you should yeah you should explain that secret room okay yeah it's in like an office and it's hidden behind like a painting so um you have to like move the painting and you see it's like a false door into this bedroom and it opens up and there's just like a wall of weaponry like shuriken uh, machine gun, pistol, silence pistol. The my favorite weapon, the the rope, like the string to like the choke people out. The hitman. Yeah. Thing. The garage. So as soon as I saw that, yeah. As soon as I see that, that's all I grab. I'm like, I don't need a gun. Like, we'll we'll move on. <laughs> um, just because in my head, so much time picking up every single weapon. I picked oh, really? up every single weapon I could, and I held that katana on my back. I oh, like, I did I'm for use sure. This thing. There's a katana. It's on my back. That's another thing I grabbed. I'm not using it, but I want it there. <laughs> so I you mean use thing. it? Yeah. Use it, right? No, no. Jacob, no. This is my playthrough, not yours. <laughs> so I, I I grab everything. And in my head, I'm like, okay, this is definitely like a prep. Something is about to happen. Um, so once you grab that, you get the interaction or this cutscene that shows uh, the, the target. I'm, the name's slipping my mind, but... Um, the target shows up with some security detail and there's guards all around the house and all of a sudden it like the, you get put back into the game and you're on like the upper railing of they're on the second floor of the house and you see your target on the main floor over the railing and you, that's essentially where it's like okay you have to take them out somehow um, my thought process was like I don't have really many tools besides like the screw like one of the screwdrivers I picked up and like the weaponry I picked up so my guess is like I'm gonna wait for that target to get to a location and see what I can do as I'm investigating. I think I, they have eventually, I eventually get watch the, like the flip place through. And I see that the target goes up to like the bedroom with like, I don't know if it's her husband or if it's her partner or whatever it is, but they start changing. I'm hiding in like the wardrobe, which is like right next to everything to like watch everything. Like kind a of little voyeur. Around. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, what is a secret agent if they're not a voyeur? That's like the profession. Um, <laughs> so I'm sitting in there, and then as they're changing, I, they start talking, and they're like, oh, I'm going to take a quick shower. I'm like, oh, perfect. Like, it's not going to be together in a shower. I was fingers crossed it wasn't going to be. And what, what, what essentially happens is the male target, who's acting as the guard, goes to take a shower. The target is in the bathroom in front of the mirror, and as the shower is happening, it's <laughs> fogging up the mirror. So as soon as it gets fogged up, I just kind of creeped up, strangled the target, and just <laughs> left the building. I was walking way too slow. The body was discovered. Um, so because of that, everyone's on high alert, and now I have to escape this compound with everyone on high alert. And it was the first mission, so for me, I wasn't really... I think I actually was playing this before we were thinking about doing Hitman and the podcast, too. So I just walk out, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, whatever, let me just escape. Let me get to the like, first actual mission, because this seems like a tutorial. I move on to the beach because there's also guards patrolling the beach now. So it's tough to just get to your exit, which is a boat. Walk up to the boat and I find out, oh, I have to distract the guards. I have nothing on me about like my strangling tool and the katana on my back. So I'm like, okay, I can't do anything here. So eventually I lead up to a, a position where you can blow up the like this truck to create like a diversion. 
So I walk up, I blow the truck up, everyone starts walking towards it to investigate, and I'm not lying, I did a Jacob, everyone discovered me, and I just ran to the boat, clicked the escape button, and I saved myself, and then when I got the two star, I was like, oh no, <laughs> they're not, not going to hear the end of it. <laughs> so, that's my that's my first run through of, uh, of this game. I love that so much. Um... Okay, so I was in second place. Uh, this this mission doesn't have as much flexibility as like the main missions. Uh, so a lot of what I did was similar. Uh, I up until you up until enemies come in, it's the same for everyone. So let me just start there and say there I really got into the phases, panic room. Right, there are two phases. Yeah. The first phase where you get to essentially explore without any issue. You get to just look at the whole house, and then phase two when you hack into the computer that the cars start driving up and all of the enemies and the target appears. So, sorry, you you were saying phase one. Phase phase one. Um, phase one, I got in the panic room, as we all had to. Um, the important thing is that I picked up every non-gun weapon off of that, sh- <laughs> off of that thing. Yeah. Hell yeah. So I had the katana, I had the sh- shurikens, uh, I had the grenades. Okay, so uh, you know your boy. He likes to cause a little chaos. So uh, Alma, who's the, the enemy you have to kill here, came into the house and she walked up the stairs. So me being, a, a, you know, the training mission, I was just like, I'm just going to like, I'm just going to do it. So I just katana her in the face, <laughs> just like she was walking up the stairs and I just katana her in the face. Time out. And Is it just a stab? Out. Yeah, it's a, it's a stab. Time out. I don't care what your score is, Mike. Jacob wins this round because that's <laughs> that takes effort. Because <laughs> like, hit, literally, you get hit bonus points if you kill them with a katana. You win. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this you can, <laughs> you can throw the shurikens, or you can like like stab with the with the katana. So I ended up stabbing with the katana and uh, like right on the staircase and just like running outside into the um, like the railings outside of the house. And so, obviously, they find the body. They don't see the kill, but they immediately find the body. That's, and that's hitman from caliber. there, it was... Sorry, go ahead. I was like, that's Hitman Caliber. You swipe someone with a katana and no one sees it? That's the ninja of all ninja moves. Like, Yeah. And so, I immediately left. And then I really had to be sneaky to like get out of... Because there's only one or two places that you can like come from the second floor down to the first floor from the outside. And so, I found my way... like outside of that railing to get down to the first floor you can like vault over like at a certain point and like get down to the ground and then immediately like i was in the bushes uh and then i just kind of snuck my way down to the beach like you mo you have to get on the boat but you realize hey can't get on the boat right now because i have to cause cause a distraction i had grenades in my inventory so i went really close to the car in the grass and then whipped a grenade at the car made it explode and then just like ran for the boat so I didn't uh, I didn't do much better than you did, but I did a little bit better, and I would say I did it with panache. Would, so when you throw the grenade, <laughs> it, like you know how like you throw it away and it makes an explosion? Is that just like yeah. an extra coin? Like as long as you don't do any damage, like it's just a distraction because that could be clutch in a lot of situations. The noise is louder than a coin, but I guess if you yeah. hurt someone, you mess everything. Like, is there a penalty for throwing a grenade? That's not like if you don't damage anything. Is there a penalty? Uh, there's a penalty if you, and that's one thing that I, I failed to mention is that I also accidentally sorted somebody else. (laughs) 
and so <laughs> I have a non I have a non target kill on mine as well. Mm. So I forgot that like you can't really kill non targets in this game. So uh, that that's on that's on me. But uh, the grenade can kill people, so don't use it unless you have to. Okay. Yeah. Like yep. I need to know how did you do it? How did you get five stars? Okay. How did you sign on a Can I guess? Can I guess? Can I guess? Look, first, first, first. I just need to say, I wish that I killed someone with a katana. Like Jacob. I <laughs> wish, because then I feel like it would have actually won this week. <laughs> but uh, I'll just have to settle for the highest score and not actually winning over any hearts. Mm. Okay, now well, guess how did how do you think I did it? I think you found like a single blade of like wheat or grass or something. <laughs> And then you spent like twenty minutes just like making it into a little like, shiv, yeah, like a little yep. shiv. And then you dehydrated it. Maybe that person, that person had a bougie house, so they probably had like a food dehydrator or something. Yep. So you probably yep. put it in there, and then like put some glue or something, and just like put it on like I the. I did inside of the steak. Oh, yeah. That's that's my guess. You Get pretty much did here. something super extra. I'm 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 yep. pretty much delaying the inevitable. Mike, walk us through your masterpiece. Hold up. First, I want to hear how Jacob thinks I did it. Oh, okay. I think you figured out a way to kill them in the panic room. Ooh, interesting. There is a way to do that. There is a yeah. way to do that. Um, okay, so I don't, I don't think this is cheating, but this is something I did <laughs> not do in our last set of playthroughs. Uh, last time, I just queued right into the mission. I was just like, I'm just going to hop in. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to look for the ways that I think might be interesting to kill someone. And I think going forward on future missions, I'm going to do that again. But this time, I just did a quick look at what are all the challenges. Oh, okay. What Got are it. all the different little challenges I could do to have some like fun, quirky ways to kill someone? And I was like, oh, I forgot. There are some really weird ways to kill people. And I realized that there are a couple challenges to kill them via the roof. There's Ooh. one where... You can kill them when they're in their bed. There's a skylight. You just, like, look down on the skylight. You shoot them. You kill them. You, you do it like that. There's another where you poison them. There's uh, where you, like, poison their, their glass. There's just all of these different ways. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to find – I'm, I was, like, mentally prepared to go in there and turn Agent 47 into a ninja. I'm like, I'm <laughs> going to kill them with katana and shuriken, and that's it. So I load into the mission, and I do the exact same thing Mo did. And so I get on the beach, and I start creeping in, and I get the notification, hey, you might want to shoot out these cameras. So I shoot out all the cameras. I take a very wide path. I look for all the cameras. I knock them all out. And then I'm sneaking, right? I see there's an open window by the pool, and I'm like, that's a little too obvious. That's where mm -hmm. they want me to go. So I end up going around the house. I find a dumpster. <laughs> I find a door that's locked. I keep going around. I find a garage door that you can hack open. I'm yeah. like, nope, that's too obvious. So then I make a full 360, and I realize no one's here. No one is here at all. So I, I go through the pool, and I'm having free reign of the house, and I realize no one's here, so I'm just going to take my time and learn this level. And I get to the rooftop, and I find, oh, there's a air supply system. There's an AC oh, unit man. that you can dump poison into. Now I wow. just need to find the poison. What? So, oh, okay. uh, and, and one of the challenges I saw was kill the, kill the dude when he's in the shower. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. 
this is, I'm going to figure out how to do this. Because I want to get multiple of these things in one go. Because I don't want you guys to be able to touch me at the end. Of <laughs> right? I want I want the score to be out of reach. I don't even want it to be close. So uh, I, I I spend, as you can tell, I had twice the amount of time that you guys did in this level. I probably spent a good 15 minutes just on phase one, just just looking around, trying to trying to find everything. Um, so I I'm. Poking around the house, I find the glass that you can poison. I'm looking at the big screen TV. I turn everything off because I wanted to make sure that if anyone came poking through, I'd be able to hear them. And uh, I find my way into the panic room. And I spend a good amount of time picking up every single weapon, surveying all the tools on the table, finding everything that I could do. And I realize once you go down through the panic room, right, which is where all the weapons are, it leads you to essentially kind of the basement. And in the basement, there's poison. Yeah, always. There's just poison everywhere. There's always. a basement? Yeah. There's a basement. <laughs> so that door that I was talking about at the back of the, the beach house where the dumpster is, is where the, the I guess, basement exits to. And um, so grab the poison. I head up to the rooftop. I'm like, okay, this is where, this is where I'm going to do it. So I go to the computer. I hack it. I trigger phase two. The cars come in. I'm like, damn, okay, they're all going to be here. And I think you have a couple of paths you could go, right? You could go through this, the, the panic room. You could go out the door to the side, or you could go towards the bedroom. Yeah. I think those are the three kind of directions that you could go in. And I went out the door to the side. And one of the funny, quirky things about Hitman is like, yes, there are realistic elements of it. But also, it is highly unrealistic because I was, I swear to you, maybe a foot and a half behind any of the other guards, just crouching, sneaking right behind them. And the second they turned the corner, I went up to the top, and there are only two guards on the roof. Yeah. And the two guards on the roof, I'm like, okay, I just need to knock these two guys out, and I am good to go. So I throw a coin over at one, and... (laughs) You know, he. they both look over there. One heads over in that direction. I pull out my tranquilizer gun. I shoot the guy who's closest to me. The guy in front of him doesn't get, you know, doesn't get tipped off at all. I run up to him and I, you know, I crack his little neck. And I drag them both <laughs> behind the AC unit. And at this point, I'm like, okay, I'm going to put on their clothes. I've got a katana on my back at this point just because, you know, the aesthetic. Just uh-huh. the aesthetic, you know. Uh, and I'm like, okay, now, now I wait. And so, um, at this point, because I looked like all the other guards, I am just roaming the, roaming the place, just not getting close enough to anyone to get in trouble, but, you know, having my free, free reign of it because these people take forever to get to their bedroom or bathroom. Yep. Mo, did you have something to add? Yeah, I, I completely, for some reason, slipped and forgot that you can grab, like, the guard's clothing um, and, like, <laughs> like mix in between, like, them. That, I just completely forgot that, that mechanic in Hitman in general. Because in my head, I'm like, I look just like Agent 47. How am I going to get out of here? But that, I'm glad we're doing this right <laughs> before the next episode because I have all these little tools I forgot completely. Little I would have learned remember? Yeah. Trust <laughs> me. Trust me. It took me a while to remember them all. Yeah. Uh, but But I did. I got there. Um, and so 
you know, I'm kind of shadowing them from the ledge. I'm going back to where the computer is to, to oversee everything. And once they start making their way to their bedroom, I'm like, ha, 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 I'm getting up to the roof. And when you're up <laughs> on the roof, there's skylights that you can look in. And I see that uh, that they both go into the bathroom. You know, one's brushing their the target's brushing her teeth. The dude is in the shower. I'm like, this is the perfect time for the poison. I put the poison in, and then just for a little finesse, I hide both. I hide their bodies inside the uh, the closet. Mm-hmm. Um, so kill them with the poison, hide them in the closet, and then it's time for me to escape. And as I'm starting to escape, you know, one of the bodies is found. I'm like, damn. Mm. Um, so I, I got to find my way through this. So I realize, huh, you could just hide in the tall grass. You yeah. hide in the <laughs> tall grass and you're home free until you get to the boat. And when you get to the boat, you find out the guards have found your boat. They realize you're here. They're just going to guard the boat. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, how am I going to get through this without killing anyone when there's just multiple guards on my boat? And I realized I, I channeled my inner, inner demo and I realized I had some grenades. So yeah. just caused some explosions, you know? And I realized I don't want to kill them. So I need yeah. to throw the grenade somewhere where I'm not going to hurt them, but somewhere where I'm definitely going to get their attention. So I start chucking grenades into the empty sand dunes, <laughs> and it, it starts drawing people's attention. And I don't know if – I don't know if you guys had this experience, but the guards get super close to you. Like if you're in that tall grass, they can come right next to you, and you're still yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. And the moments they had their back to me, I just sprinted for the boat, and I hit escape, and I just I got the heck out of there. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's good, Michael. You and actually answered was, my question my, from earlier. That was my run. You answered my question from earlier with the grenade. So if you do throw it away from everyone, it won't cause a penalty. It's just a loud coin. It's essentially what it is. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Good to know. Did you do like a little bit of save scumming, Mike? I know that you like. We're like, hey, don't do like excessive save scumming, but your score is like phenomenal. Like, yes. did you did you maybe yes. save scum a smidge? I save I save scum just a little because I used the wrong poison. Got it. Because uh, there are two poisons: one that just makes them sick, and another that will you know knock them right out. Yeah. Um, okay, and I'm, I didn't I'm fine make with that. <laughs> you know. I, to, to clarify, I think that the and rules And I noticed it same. immediately, so I didn't finish it. I didn't finish the mission. As soon as I realized I used the wrong one, I was, like, redoing the whole thing. Yeah, that's cool. Because, like, if you're, if you're trying to take, like, a target out a certain way and, like, because things mess up, I'm cool with also just going back to, like, your previous, like... Because Hitman's... One of the mechanics they have, they do so well, is, like, the saving. They save, like, at every, like, major checkpoint or thing that happens in your level to, to encourage you, hey, if you messed up, kind of, like, here's an automatic save for you to jump back to. You don't even have to do it yourself. Like you don't have to do a save where I'm at, kind of. So I'm cool with that. Yeah, gents, I'm one, Mike. I'm super impressed with your continued artisanal killing methods. You know, just handmade kills. <laughs> just working on it. Day but in, day having out. having played the second mission, like I'm so stoked to get into it with you guys because it's going to be super super fun. I'm I'm it, really excited to get into the next ones because this stoked my fire. I think I was the first one to play through this one, and I was just, like, itching to get you guys to play it so I could start playing the next one. Um, and I think we're going to have some fun guests along the way. Yeah. Uh, Mike, you, you are rarely the guy who's like, when are we podcasting? When are we podcasting? When are we podcasting? <laughs> and on this one, you were the guy. So, again, excited to do this. Excited to have guests on. We're going to try to have multiple guests on this one. So, 
Stay tuned. Yeah. Uh, fun, any fun things to keep your eyes peeled for? What was Mike's score? It was one hundred. And- uh, let me let me give it to you again. One hundred and fifty-six thousand one hundred and seventy-three. Wow. And he he got everything nailed, and he got five stars on it. So he essentially doubled. He doubled yeah. both of our scores. Cor- correct, more than doubled. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is it when you break a hundred, you get five stars? Is that ring a bell at all? Or that is that be it? Okay. I thought it was every twenty thousand you got a star. Oh, maybe that's it. I mean, I guess well, that would that's make sense. yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, Mo, let me correct you when you're totally right. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, so, you know how we have our competition amongst ourselves. I also want to extend that to everyone in the Discord. I I want to hear what your scores are and how you completed the missions. Because I have a feeling we've got some, you know, just just seeing some of the Among Us games that have been played. Uh, I have a feeling there are some deranged psychopath murderers in that group um, <laughs> who might score very highly on uh, on on assassination. So I'd love to hear it. That's a good point, Mike. We're like talking about all these scores as if like we're the best. Guaranteed, someone's going to be like, "I got two k, two hundred thousand. What are you What are you going to do?" It's like <laughs> what. <laughs> Well, here's what I'm going to do then. I'm going to create a Hitman channel uh, that is going to be open for the extent of this series because it's going to go over multiple months. And so we'll start that. And then if folks have scores they want to throw in, like, let's do it. Let's do it. That way, if anyone hasn't played Hitman 2, they can stay out of that channel and then, you know, we'll spoil, save themselves some spoilers. Yeah. Yes. And, and more than just scores, I want to know how you got your kills, how you mm-hmm. completed your mission. We should. Oh, uh, there you go. There's the challenge. We should put like a huge spoiler alert thing in that, to, so in case anyone accidentally takes a peek, they don't like have a mission ruined. Because it's nice going in fresh to a mission where you know just the hitman mechanics and you discover like ways to take down the the target. Because yes. it'll, it'll give you tips on almost I think all the challenges, or you'll kind of figure them out. Like if there's like a uh, like a forklift that has like a missing wheel it's like okay you know that's going to apply somewhere or do something and that's how you kind of discover those challenges that give you those crazy scores yeah you know you make a great point and i'm not going to be looking at any of uh the challenges in the missions going forward because i realized i just ended up kind of min maxing this mm-hmm. in a way and i want more of a more of a you know unique exp- unique murder on the fly experience you know, I just want to feel the murder in my bones and, and execute it without without planning it. And early on, too, Mike, that gives you the prompt. So I'm assuming you can trigger it in the settings where you can ask for, like, opportunity alerts as you're walking around. And it'll give you, like, a little light totally bulb. Like, hey, about those. Yeah, and if you trigger that one, especially if you're going to play it that way. Like, I like to just explore the first, like, 30 minutes and then, like, start my, like, attack. So, like, that's a good way to, like, find all the opportunities or ones that spark your interest the way they're presented. And then you can, like, decide, okay, I want to go to that one. So when I go back to that previous save, I'll start and do that method of killing to get my score. Yeah, that's a great point. So stay tuned. Uh, We are going to do at least one Hitman 2 episode per month. So keep it locked. uh, Play with us. And join our Discord. You can do that at leftbehindgame.club slash discord. Uh, yell at us. Tell us how we're bad or very good at this game if you're Michael. Uh, we are looking forward to that. One last thing, guys. Do you have a strategy for how you're going to play every single episode? Or, like, let's say, like, I'll, I'll explain what I'm doing for the next one. And then maybe if you guys have a different way, we can explain it there. I'm going as much as I can just using my bare hands or wires. You That's like that it. Garot. Yeah. 
that's it. If I'm if I'm using that, and then if there's like remote control detonation, I gotta keep demo going. So I will I will demo as much as I can, but I really want to use like no projectiles and see if like I could be the true like hitman kind of thing. See, well, to me, I, the true in, hitman. In that vein, in that vein, I want to kill people without guns as much as possible. I want it to be just a. Oh, they just got poisoned. Or, yeah. oh, this guy just fell off a cliff. Or, oh, man, can you believe that the bungee, bungee cord just snapped when he got to the bottom and yeah. he went tumbling down the ravine? Um, th- <laughs> those are the types of things that I, I want to have. I want to have the, oh, his parachute didn't open when he was jumping out of the plane. Yeah, I, those I are want fun. those types of kills. Um, so I'm going to do my best to get those. And if you know, if you see a lower score, you'll know. I'm just resulting, resorting to uh, to a little bullet in the back of the head. Y'all know that, like I, I begin all levels with the best intentions, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna be a good boy. Um, but then I end up taking the katana over my head and just whipping it at someone's face. Uh, I guess I'm not gonna have a, a way about these missions. But what I want to try is my problem is I see a, an opportunity. And I'm like, oh, oh, they're there. And I don't look around and, like, <laughs> see if there's anyone around. And I just, like, either throw a knife or throw a screwdriver or, like, immediately go for the beatdown and then snap a neck. And I need to not do that. So I'm just going to go in and, like, if there are two targets, what I usually try and do is on the first one, first one's okay. Like, first one, no problem. But then the second target, I just lose my mind and I just go for the easy kill. So I'm going to try to be more... Uh, uh, more conniving, more planning. Take take a page from Michael's book. Let's see how that goes. It's probably not going to go well. So yell at us about playing Hitman better if that's your thing. Love it. All right, Mike. Gents, thanks so much for hanging around. We've got uh, seven seven or eight more of these episodes. So like, keep it locked, and, and we're gonna we're gonna give her on this. Uh, you it. can find all things Left Behind Game Club at leftbehindgame.club on Twitter at Left Behind Club and on Instagram at Left Behind Game Club. We already mentioned the link to the Discord. But if you love our show, we would appreciate two things: one, send it to somebody you love because that's how people hear about podcasts, and two. If you love us, uh, review us on your podcasting uh, platform or uh, uh, app of choice uh, because it really helps. Uh, gentlemen, why don't we just tell uh, the listeners where they can find us? Let's start with Michael. Where can you, you be me, found? You can find me at RufaloM on most social places online or MichaelRufalo.com or .ca, whatever you prefer. Ooh. Yeah, I've got them both on lock. Got which one branded. redirects to which one? I think it redirects to the .com. Okay, there you go. Mo. Uh, you can find me on uh, almost all social media platforms at Emmertati, uh, but mostly in our Discord server where we're chatting about these games and kind of going through our our talks. Uh, that Discord server can be found at leftbehindgameclub.com slash Discord, or if you just go to the website, it's like the second panel when you scroll down. Uh, we'll send you a permalink that will uh, invite you to the Discord server where you can chat with our community. Jacob, where can the people find you? They can find me at... Jacob McCord on all major social media platforms. Uh, I also host another podcast. It is called Cutscenes, a video game movie podcast. We are just wrapping up season two. Cut it. Cut it? Oh, what are you saying? Well, Cutscenes. I'm just doing ninja slices okay. with my katana. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were saying cut it. I'm like, I'm sorry. <gasps> Wait, but you're saying like cutscenes. Sorry to cut off your section, but Jacob, are you did you name it cutscenes because you like foresaw the katana slice? Like your Or is that a, is that a reach of my head? <laughs> That is, that is a reach, okay. but, like, I appreciate the brand thing. Um, 
You can listen yeah, to Jacob at is... Cutscenes, which is a great podcast yeah. that he does with Travis and Katie, who have frequent guests on the podcast. Jacob, where can people find that show? Thank you. You can find it on all major podcasting platforms and at cutscenes.ca. That's all I do. So, Michael, you're here. You can give us the end. Tell the people the thing that we love to tell them at the end of this show. And that, my friends, is one less episode left behind. 